Homes.com knows that when it comes to home shopping, it's never just about the house or condo. It's about the home. And what makes a home is more than just the house or property. It's the location and neighborhood. If you have kids, it's also schools, nearby parks, and transportation options. That's why Homes.com goes above and beyond to bring home shoppers the in-depth information they need to find the right home. And when I say in-depth, I'm talking deep. Each listing features comprehensive information about the neighborhood, complete with a video guide. They also have details about local schools with test scores, state rankings, and student-to-teacher ratio. They even have an agent directory with the sales history of each agent. So when it comes to finding a home, not just a house, this is everything you need to know all in one place. Homes.com. We've done your homework. And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. If you are listening to my show, you're looking for tips on how to work smarter, not harder. And let's be real, you're already working hard to earn your money, but how do you make sure that your money is working hard for you? Here's how. With a Betterment Automated Investment and Savings app, your money will go to work. They've got technology that will provide you with advanced tools, and they're built to help maximize your returns, not to mention your time. They have expert-built portfolios of low-cost exchange-traded funds. You know I love those exchange-traded funds. There's automated investing technology, and as part of that, automated rebalancing. Many of you have been asking about rebalancing, and it sort of feels like a hard thing to do on your own. With Betterment, easy peasy. They do it for you. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Learn more about high-yield cash accounts at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk, Performance is not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It is Sunday, January 28th, and it's a big day for football fans like me and Mark and maybe for you. So I know it's a bummer if your team lost, but now you've got no one to really root for. You can just enjoy the game. Maybe that's enough. Or maybe you'll do something else. Or maybe you will try to go onto our website, jillonmoney.com, and dive deep into the content that lives there. We have another podcast. We have a blog. We have a radio show. We have an amazing new program that is on YouTube called Jill on Money, powered by The Compound. Maybe that's what you want to do instead of watching football. It's up to you. We're here for you, however you need to use us. Remember, when you're on the website, jillonmoney.com, and you click the Contact Us button, there'll be a question which says, do you want to join us live? It can be either audio or video. Check the box that's appropriate for you. That's what Edward did. Edward's on the line from Mississippi. So my wife um, is a railroader, so she has railroad retirement. For those of y'all who don't know much about railroad retirement, um, my wife does not pay in the Social Security. She pays at the railroad retirement, which has two tiers. And um, tier one is similar to Social Security. It's based off the same rules. And then tier two is more like a pension. And it's based off years of service. And and it's based off the five best years of her compensation, an average of five best years. So um, basically at retirement, when we get to 30 years, She'll make about what she's making now. So, Whoa, um, really? Yeah. And then, wow. How much is that, by the way? So she's right at about 104000 per year. Mm-hmm. And then as her spouse, another perk of real retirement is that I also get about 50% of that in addition to that, to that amount. So 
wait a second, she gets her 104 and you get half of that. So together you're making like 150 grand a year at retirement. That is what we've been told, and that's what we're planning on. So um, I make I make around ninety two thousand. So in, in in retirement, we'll be pretty close to having the same standard of living we have now while we're working. So yeah, yeah. come on. What is, <laughs> I mean, what does she do working for? Um, is part of the railroad system? Is she like a conductor? Does she like drive the train? No, she's actually um, coordinator over like the intermodal portion of, of the business. So the, mm. the trucks, you know, the, the rail, the containers coming on rail and and she kind of manages that. How old are you guys? We both turned 54 recently. And when do you think she'll really call it quits? Well, when we get to that, that magic 30 um, years, which is going to be in 2030, we'll both be 62 and a half. So let me ask you a couple more questions. So you're making money, she's making money, and you're going to get this amazing pension and be able to pay for everything. What other money have you guys saved up? Okay. So currently in our um, traditional 401ks, uh, we have about 800000 Oh my God. And um, we also have about 250000 in um, 401ks from previous jobs that we're just letting them sit there. Mm-hmm. Um, not contributing any more to those, obviously. We have about ninety thousand in a stock program at her work. They um, they will um, match up to about thirty five percent, up to seven percent of her, of what she puts in the stock. So we we're taking advantage of that also. Okay, and we we kind of use that as our emergency fund, backup fund. If we if we, if there's stuff we need, we'll we'll take money out of that fund. So you mean you sell the stock and then you pay the tax and then you got the money you need. Correct. I yeah. got it. Okay. And then uh, we have about 55000 in the Roth fund that we're going to use for our daughter's college fund. Mm. Um, and I have about ten k in stocks, crypto that I can play with um, just for fun. The one thing that we, we're not very good about right now is that our our savings is probably only about 8000 to 10000 So, you know, we don't Because have- you don't feel like, because you feel like, eh, if I need it, I'll take it out of the stock. Correct. Yep. Yep. We have our home. We have the value. It's probably value around four fifty to five hundred. Um, we owe about two hundred grand on it, and we are um, should have that paid off within about three years after retirement. Okay. Quick question for you. You mentioned a daughter. How old is the, the? How old is she right now? Just turned thirteen. And is that your only child? Or do you have others? I have two older boys, but they've both been launched. What do you mean, two older boys? Is this your second marriage? It is. Yes. See how I suss that out, Mark. <laughs> see that um and but they're launched no other no you don't have to pay alimony or anything like that that's all done right 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 okay yeah. are you currently maxing out your 401k we are putting in the maximum that their companies will match um, mm-hmm. my wife was putting about 10 percent in but we kind of lowered that down just to have a little bit more cash flow mm-hmm. um so we're you know we're maintaining i, I just I felt like um, our 401ks are in decent shape and, yeah, and they're great. considering, considering yeah. we're not going to be relying on that to you know, live off of, I feel like, you know. I agree. I mean, you got a million dollars in retirement already. And it's a weird thing, though, because like you got a lot of money and your taxes are going to be uh, not great at retirement, you know, because you're just going to have a lot of money that's taxable income. You know, that's just the way it is. So when you have this railroad retirement and you receive half of hers, right? Mm-hmm. Does that mean you're precluded from claiming your own social security? 
Yeah. So they'll, so when they, when they calculate mine, it'll be, it'll, you know, they take into account what I would have gotten in social security. And um, so, so you can't double dip. Okay. Too bad. Does she love this company stock or like, I need to understand a little bit about that because I sort of feel like let's just liquidate some of that, take the money off the table. I could be down with keeping a little bit more money in a slush fund and not rely. I don't know. How, how is the stock doing? It's doing pretty well, actually. In the last probably about three months ago, it hit a, or maybe even a month ago, it hit a um, an all time high. So, all right, I don't want to go nuts on this because you really are in fine shape. You're not in fine shape. You're in amazing shape. But what I guess I'm worried about is that because you don't have an emergency reserve and nothing is really liquid and everything has a tax liability associated with it, right? Because it's mm-hmm. retirement money. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind having some money set aside and just have it taxed and not worry, especially with like the daughter's college and all that. Like, I don't know. I feel like it would be nice to have some money that's already been taxed that you know it's been taxed. So I'm kind of inclined to do that. The idea about the Roth versus, say, a 529 plan, was that just happenstance or was there a thought to it? Yeah, we, we had this Roth, it's a Roth that she had from when she was in college and it just continued to grow and it was just sitting there. And, and again, we didn't feel like we were going to need that money for mm. our retirement. So we yeah. said, well, instead of, you know, instead of, you know, taking more cash flow out to put into a 529, why don't we just earmark that for that? Okay. So tell me a little bit more about whatever else is on your mind. Like, is there any other asset that we should be paying attention to in this scenario? Now, I think that's it on the asset side. So I guess the, my, my, my real question for writing in was, um, so she's a little concerned about, you know, the gap between 62 and a half until we get to Medic- Medicare. So, and I know that, you know, the insurance, private insurance is going to be pretty high, but, but I think we'll be able to use COBRA for 18 months of that. So, um, so that will help with that. But, um, but I just wanted to get some, feedback on whether, you know, she's a little concerned, but I think we're okay because of the fact that real retirement is so good and we're not really, you know, relying on any other of our retirement funds. You know, I, I kind of, I kind of calculated just not knowing anything else about it, but just throwing a number out there. That yeah. We're probably looking at a one, you know, 1500 to 2000 a month for private insurance for, for that, you know, for that short period of time. But I think we can afford it. You totally can. I mean, you're right. You would get Cobra, which you have to pay for, right? So, right. but let's say it's 62 and a half. That gives you, gets you to 64. It means you need one more year. So even if it were 2000, right? If it's an extra 25 grand, you can do that. But I tell you what, it does argue for having a bigger slush fund as you approach retirement. So right. one thing I would tell you is that if you're in a hurry to pay down your house, don't be. How, what's the mortgage rate on the 200,000 outstanding? I think 2.75. Oh, my God. Is it a 15-year or a 30-year? It's a 15. Okay. I think you can pay it down, but don't kill yourself to pay it down by the time you are retired. Like, it, it won't matter. But what will matter is having a nice chunk of money that's available for you. Usually when we say you're going to retire, right, we say, ah, oh, you know, you should have a year of living expenses in the bank. But, you know, you might want a little bit more than that just so that you have like a little extra money for the for the cost of insurance. But, you know, and you can afford to because, as you said, you've got so much money in retirement. You're going to get clobbered because you're going to have to take all this money out of your retirement account. And I don't want you to worry one little bit about it because you have plenty of money 
and you're going to get pay your taxes and you're not going to worry about it, Edward from Mississippi. I'll tell you why, because who cares? You got all the money you're going to need to live on. You got these two other kids. You get your daughter through college. You're going to get through your retirement. It's going to be fantastic. Truly, truly. There's nothing bad that is in this scenario at all. all so right. some, someone is going to say to you like, oh, you know, uh, I think that we should try to limit your tax liability by doing something dumb, like buy an annuity. Don't do it. Don't do it. You've got great assets right now. You keep it simple and you pay your taxes and you move on. If you have a financial question, if there's something going on and you need some mentoring, coaching, a pat on the back, a lift up, or maybe you feel like you're doing something dumb and we can help and help you avoid that We'll be there for you. Just go to jillonmoney.com and click the Contact Us button. All of our content does live on that website, so anything you need, it's right there. You can subscribe to this program on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Do me a favor. Lift someone up. Change your work. Change your wealth. Change your life. Thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow. 